and welcome back to another episode of We Making It Woo. <laughs> Remember, this is your weekly look into all things guys. The friend zone tagline is really in my brain. I'm really going to work on it. But it's a weekly conversation <laughs> around success so that we can create some access so that we can all progress. You know, if you want to know what it looks like to be successful in your 20s, I just want you to keep listening. If you want to be a part of the conversation, email me. Yes, you can DM me also or Facebook messenger me. I'm really accessible in this way. Uh, but my email is katysmiles.nyc. That's Katie because it's my name. Smiles because my smile is what? I don't even have to say it. Dot NYC because what that is where we at what happened last night. So we are recording on a little bit of a different day today because as you know, I try to accommodate my guests. So what happened last night was, oh, um, so many things happened last night. Because um, yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. So shout out to Emily Tellier, the boo. She had a show <laughs> yesterday morning. So last night we talked about it. Um, shout out to my Gigi. Uh, my Gigi's not feeling very well. My Gigi's my great-grandmother. Um, she's the bomb.com in so many ways. And so Gigi, I know you can't listen to the podcast because like... <laughs> I don't know how I don't think you have Spotify. <laughs> um, but I love you so much and um I just love you so much and I'm thinking about you always. I am still reading notes from a chef by Kwame. The last name's O N S something. I'm gonna look it up really quickly. But y'all, this book is so good. If you are reading it, I'm not gonna give you any spoiler alerts, but what I love so much so it's i'm I'm, Kwame, I'm gonna totally butcher this but on watchy o-n-w-u-a-c-h-i uh, as i said in the last episode he's a chef he had two restaurants in dc one that closed and one that's still open um it's a really really touching memoir i think there's such a nuance to his life story and i'm just having a really good time reading it so i would highly 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 recommend it that said, we are venturing off, tangentially crossing over into some new creative processes. Um, for those who don't know, I sang, um, if you saw Collective Terrains, you saw me singing last weekend with Tatiana and Jasmine Hearn, Tatiana Tenenbaum and Jasmine Hearn, shout out to them. And so I've been really thinking about how can uh, the podcast be reflective of where I'm at right now, uh, which is not only dancing, but also singing. As you guys know, I usually talk to choreographers and dancers about what they're making. And so it is um, a privilege and also super exciting for me to talk to a musician of sorts, I'll say. <laughs> My special guest musician of sorts, can you introduce yourself? Yes, I can. <laughs> Hello. Um, my name is JB. So uh, so it was a funny thing. Like my full name is Jessica Brittany. Yes, I saw. Hyphen included. Um, but I was always like, what is going to work? And then I had to join the actors union. And I was like, oh, what makes sense for music and both. So I'm JB. <laughs> yes, I met JB. S- super small world as a, I think they call them work study. Yes. 
people at Ailey. If you don't know, I also did work study at Ailey. I've, yes. I worked in a lot of places, guys. And I met JB, and we were talking, and then she played me some stuff on my SoundCloud, and I was like, oh, I love this sound. And then at the time, I had the web series. I didn't have the podcast. Word, word, word. And JB reached out and said that uh, she had a show, and I had seen her on Instagram doing her thing, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we have to get on the podcast word. so we can just start this conversation around another creative process that I think is super similar to dance but also super different, and I think is complementing to the conversations we have in around here around access to success so we can all want progress yes 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 yes. so jb has a show coming up at the electric the bowery Bowery electric bowery electric which um believe it's downtown at seven o'clock doors open yes it's five dollars so it's nothing crazy i'm not trying to break anybody's bank here no no um but yeah i'm just playing a few songs so uh, I I believe we play about four songs. My set's about thirty minutes, so gotta be on time. Um, yes. But are you yeah. starting? Are you opening the show? Are you in the middle? So of the I show? am opening the show, which hey, is weird and cool. Did, yeah. Um, because I don't know the other acts that I'm on with, so wow. that's kind of cool. And I can't decide yet if I want to like just go blank slate and like receive them in their live sense, or if I want to like brush up and get to know him. literally you know, i was i was just about to ask so let's get right into it yeah. so talk to me about a little bit about or a lot of bit about <laughs> um how you got this opportunity yeah well i i think going back to something that you said that's super super important that while i think all these different creative fields sort of um have their specificity of their craft and mm-hmm. the way to go about them they are all creative processes yes. processes i don't even yeah. know but so they lend themselves to different skills and different ways of addressing it but definitely i feel like the the tenets of what you need are the same so you yeah. need the discipline you need the practice you need yeah. the honesty with yourself um, yeah you need the lack of judgment um yeah. all of that yeah. is important so i i definitely feel like they they translate but um this project i, I how this particular opportunity came into place it's just like also you never know who you know and it's so important to just support your own community and you just never know what will come out of that because funny thing is like I don't know how I got this opportunity (laughs) I do know the person I've been corresponding with she's a dear her name is Stephanie um she is I believe she's a talent buyer so I think she finds different performers for the different spaces that she um hosts but like I'm pretty sure this is a random dm that's wow. something I was reading through someone's story and they were like, yo, like if you're a performer and you want this dope opportunity, and I was like, oh, whatever. Like I'll just send an email. And it was one of those days where like, I, I feel like every artist has this days, but, but where you always feel like you're not doing enough or you're right. not for right. far enough along in your journey. So right. it's like, oh, this is probably not going to turn out anything. And like, I don't even know who this person is, but whatever, I'm just going to do it. Put it out in the universe. Yeah. And so, yeah. So uh, you put, I put it out and I received it. So there you that's go. how it happened. I sent my info. Um, she was pretty down. I sent her some. So it's funny when I met you, I was working on completing this project that hey. now is like done and is being birthed out into the universe. So yes. that's really awesome. Um, and it was cool because I originally showed you like my acoustic stuff. Yes, and I and loved then it. I sh- and then I showed her my other stuff. She was like, you know what? I dig the acoustic better. And I was I like, hey. love. I love. Anybody who knows me knows mm. I'm a sucker for everything acoustic. I just yeah. think that there's a yeah. I, yeah, I so that's go what it's gonna it. be. It's gonna be an acoustic set. Um, yes. I pay homage to both Sade, shout out, and uh, wherever you are, you have inspired all of us. We love you. 
up to the heavens. We uh, not even to the heavens, just out, up and out. out. We send it to you. Um, so I do a Shade cover. I do a Nancy Wilson cover, and then um, I believe I do two original songs. I'm trying to see if I'm gonna do a SZA cover. I don't know. I don't know how people feel about SZA. I love her. I think she's a phenomenal yeah. songwriter. Um, uh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so I'm excited. It's great when you get to do something acoustic. Yeah. Especially, I've never done something acoustic in a space that's so large. Yeah. So when you have intimate spaces, it's kind of easier to do it acoustic because you're like, yeah. I'm here. But so yeah. I'm excited to see how that translates. Yes. Tell me a little bit about the, how you entered. So you got the project, right? Word. How did you decide these are the things that I'm going to do? These are the things that I'm going to share. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Do we ever get to decide what we want to share? It just comes out, right? And then we're like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. That's I mean, way honest. Maybe. Um, no, curious. yeah, no. So this this project, so it's called FLSW. It will be coming out later in 2019. I'm very, very particular about how I want this project to come out. Yeah. So it's taking a very long time. Um, yeah. And it's been, as I've been growing, the project has been going, growing. So. Originally, it started out as me wanting to collab with a friend who's a producer. Shout out Pages Music. You can find him on Instagram. Yeah. Um, all the things. He's an incredible hip-hop producer. And my sound is kind of like, I always used to think, I, I told you this a little bit of my backstory, but I always was like, oh, I don't sound what like a normal black girl sounds like, so I can't yeah. do R&B, I can't do this, and like, screw that. If you're black, you're black. Your experience is black, therefore it is black. Um, right. And right. that's that's what I had to learn, but... So originally it just kind of started off as me playing around with these beats mm -hmm. and it was actually, I, so I was in a relationship, started playing around with beats and then like broke up, broke out of that relationship. So I had all this like heartbreak. It was my first real heartbreak, my first like really time falling in love. And I was like, oh my God. So that was such a release for me to just write, to write, to write, to write. Yeah. Um, and then as I continued that process, it sort of grew. These songs came out of these different experiences. What did abandonment feel like? What did... Um, it feel like to be ghosted or what did it feel yeah. like to be so intimate with someone and then not know how to follow up with that and right. as I was writing these songs I found that more and more my journey about these breakups was more about my inner journey of loving myself and finding me yeah um, so that was really special so it be kind of came this thing of oh you think you're listening to a breakup song or I thought I was even writing a breakup song and it actually ended up being about how I was bringing myself together. Yes. Um, so yeah, so the project is called FLSW. It stands for, uh, I'll have to come up with another name for something else, but F love and, and, and smoke weed, but that's not actually what it's about. But the idea of that philosophy, like finding your own journey, finding the things that hold you back and then just kind of releasing. So yeah, the second I kind of grasped that it was this love letter to myself that kind mm -hmm. of formed through heartbreaks, I was able to start visualizing concepts. So, um, you know, with we have the lemonade and of course we have Solange, but how, what did it look like to be a storyteller through song? Mm -hmm. um, and so I started getting some visuals together and talking to some friends who are directors and producers. And yeah. so now I'm putting together a campaign to raise 20K for these videos. I'll let all of y'all know. Yes. Um, so that's beautiful. So that's the project. That is it in fulfillment. So it's five songs for uh, videos or like a short film aspect to it. Yes. But it uh, now that in hindsight, I said all that. It was a lot. Sorry, y'all. But um, it was really about me just taking the steps along my journey and following what was speaking at the time and not questioning it because yeah. I don't think I knew what the end was going to be like. 
I didn't even identify as a singer four years ago when I started writing this stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's it's kind of crazy how things sort of align and yeah. then fall into place. But yeah. It was just so getting stuff out. How did you decide that you were going to do f- two covers, these these actually two mm. particular covers, mm. and then the two, whatever two original songs that you're going to do? How did you decide that that's what you were going to do for this venue? Yeah, so this is actually, so I'm really, really lucky. Um, Gray Hall, he's an incredible guitarist. Um, I think he goes by Spacey underscore Gray on Instagram. But um, he's amazing. He uh, Finding someone who knows how to meld with you and listen to your breath and, and, and just like, I appreciate great musicians. I really, really do. So um, he kind of came into the picture later on. But this set started um, when I discovered that I was really into music. It started when I was just um, with my friend slash ex at the time. We we would just stay in the studio and kind of jam for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, originally we had came out with this project that I showed you on SoundCloud called Loving versus Virginia. So it was in celebration of Loving Day, which is um, the national or not national. Yeah, national day that represents... Um, the court case that allowed interracial couples to be married. And right. I think it's such a supreme uh, court case to look back on because it's kind of set the precedent for the legalization of gay marriage. So it's kind of yeah. beautiful in that way. So it happened in that year and we were just coming up with songs that I love. So I went back to my uh, wheelhouse, which is like jazz. And I was like, how can I approach these songs that I love? So that's where the Sade cover came from. Okay. Um I guess I'll give it away for those of you who won't see it, but I do a little kind of like a, almost like a bluesy version of Is It a Crime? Yeah. And uh, Save Your Love for Me by Nancy Wilson. And, and yeah. those two songs don't sound anything like the original. So I was mm-hmm. really inspired by that too of how do you take something that is so personal to you but so unique at the same time and make it your own but sticking to the original so the songs right. sound completely different right but somehow the melody is in there yeah um, and the words are the same the words are the same yeah. the breaths or the phrases are the same and yeah. so so that was cool and then um you know this this uh there's a song called blue words that is mine and i love it and it's a very vulnerable song to perform um mm-hmm. it's about kind of getting to that space where you need words of affirmation where you need friends and you need support and you need family and how do you ask for that what are those right. blue words that you ask from people and that's kind of comes that's what the song is about right um so there was something about all of those songs being acoustic and the energy that I was able to give and, and the release that I was able to have I would notice that when I perform these songs I couldn't as nervous as I would be or as shaky as I would be it wasn't about myself it was about what the material was and I knew I could give over to them that's amazing. Um, so that's how those three songs came about. And then the last song, Stay Away, is kind of cool because it's, it's off of my new project, FLSW. So yeah. it's something that was produced that was super, like, not at all acoustic. And then we transformed it into that. So um, it's funny because I actually sent Gray these two songs. I sent him this song, Stay Away, is like a freebie being like, oh, let's do these two songs for sure. But don't really listen to this one other song. And then he was like, actually, I listened to that one other song. Here's what I'm thinking. And then it, it stuck. So um, yeah. people really enjoy it so far. I'm excited to share it. But that's how this little set came into fruition. You talked a lot about love. You talked a lot about how do we almost like reimagine. I think of it as like reimagining our memories mm-hmm. in a way that's shareable rather than um, what's the word? A holding, like like gripping. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that those are two two really, really brilliant concepts. Going into this performance in terms of 
thinking about love and thinking about these memories that we can share in a place that's comfortable for us, but mm. also comfortable for the audience. Yeah, where are you in that space? Hmm. I would say uh, that's such a great question. Um, one, just to kind of circle back to what you said, I'm a big believer in love as being like it's it's my like if I had a platform, that's what it would be like. Love yourself. Stay love struck. Um, I think it's so powerful and I think it allows us to overcome a lot of those things that yeah. may allow us to not want to share or to be yes. to put our guards up or to say it has to look like this. Right. So I think. Um, my commitment to sharing that mm -hmm. somehow in that journey it's it's able to be expressed um, but I like what you said about the difference between holding and and, and, and gripping versus just having mm -hmm. I think that's what we're supposed to do with memories it's why we have a past we remember mm -hmm. it's supposed to teach us and so I think if we're able to access those moments without holding on to and gripping, right? Because mm -hmm. we don't want to stay in the same place. Yeah. Um, sometimes. And <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes we do. Um, but I you know, know I do. I have a time <laughs> Me <something>. too. <laughs> Me too. Look, it's, it's a process and a journey. But I think accessing that place of allowing me to say like, hey, I've been here, but you've been here too. I can get through it. Or maybe, you know, you've gotten through it. Maybe I can get that from you. And I will say the most amazing thing is to look in people's eyes. Like, that mm -hmm. is my favorite thing to do when I'm singing, even wow. though it's the most terrifying. Um, yeah, in a way. Because I can't I can't BS it then. You know what I yeah. mean? And so even my goal, there's this um, Nina Simone quote that says, like, sometimes I sound like gravel, sometimes I sound like coffee. I forget what the quote is. But mm -hmm. that's my goal is, like, if I focus on being honest and sharing and giving, then... Yeah. All the other stuff. I mean, it's definitely there. <laughs> I'm definitely like, oh my god, am I gonna cry doing this song? Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna be able to hit this note because I'm thinking about this one time. Ooh. Um. <laughs> but you know, just focusing and, and I think and giving that uh, and sharing is kind of the space that I'm in. So whatever presently comes from that, I'm yeah. open to. So sometimes that means a note not sounding exactly what I thought it would be, or yeah. or going along with with the rhythm and maybe it's a little different, but. Um, I think actively trying to do that is almost harder than just releasing into whatever happens. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, in a way, in a way. And I think I'm speaking from personal experience mm -hmm. too. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I do, and I'm wondering if that has anything to do, so you said earlier too that you felt like you could really fall into these songs in mm -hmm. a way. And so do you feel like these particular four songs too are really creating access for you to kind of sit in this like um bed of the roses a bit <laughs> like you don't have to like be on you can sit in the center of them and not feel you can remain open rather than feeling a bit closed off or feeling like you need to be yeah uh, no I totally hear I I think I think what helps and that at least for me is that Minus the Sade and Nancy Wilson song, but even that they're my own adaptations or my wow. telling. So because of that, it's it's almost way more refreshing than trying to sing a cover the way that it sounded or trying to perform someone yeah. else's song. It's like I don't have to be right because it's already coming from me. So, so it's already right. Right. It's already like valid. whatever whatever's gonna come from that space is is valid and right. like will allow me to sit in it. So it's kind of nice because sometimes I, I do get it's funny because I start counting down the days before my mind works kind of crazy. So it kind of hit me. I was like, oh, my God, it's like it's a week. You know what I mean? And I have those moments and I'm, I'm kind of crazy. Like I try and sing the songs at least like five times a day before I perform like at wow. least a minimum. So um, there's this constant practice. So my hope is that in that like rehearsal, we were talking about that discipline space, then you 
once you're there, you kind of allow all that stuff to fall yeah, away. Yeah, like your muscle memory will yeah. hold you more than you need to. Totally, totally. So like it's your like, body knows. And, and that trust that it will. And I think that's the hardest thing for me is oh, like, yeah. like the last performance, it's funny, we did on April 15th, which was exactly a month before. I, I didn't feel the sense of release that I had wanted to. Mm-hmm. Granted, I didn't feel as prepared. Like I, I think I, I kind of was like, it was a, a performance I was doing for a friend's concert. So I definitely forgot in last second. She was like, so remember. And I was like, oh my goodness. Um, but I think that speaking of like that release and that space, once once I'm there and I know that this is mine, it's like, yeah. oh, whatever. As long as it's honest, as long as it's honest and it's given. And I think that's amazing too. Um, I think that's a, that uh, because I've been okay. So let me preface uh, working with uh, this woman named Jasmine Hearn. Shout out to you, Jasmine. Hey. Um, Jasmine is an amazing artist, and I was talking to someone recently about her ownership. Mm. Like, what I think is so profound when I watch her on stage is that she owns everything. Mm. Like, I feel like she owns the space when she walks in mm. through the door. Not in a way of ego or, um, like, pride, but, like, every choice that she makes, mm. she's sitting in it. She's not questioning in it. It's it's her choice, wow. for better or for worse. And I, and I and watching that is such a, um, not only a gift, but it's something to really, for me, like, work towards because i'm like mm. she she it, and, and i bring it up because it sounds exactly like what you're saying too mm. like my choice i can sit in it because it's mine like i literally right. don't have to do anything else except what mm-hmm. i want to do and right. we're good like <laughs> anything else is extra like i yeah. am i think it just really i hear a lot of people say like oh i am enough and and i'm like I don't have time for this but to see because oh I hate the I hate those like tag oh, phrases I and know. like these not cliche they're a little bit worse than cliches because I think cliches are kind of cute but these um these I know I know what you these mean. phrases that are given in class that can seem um just like phrases but Very when contrite, I see, right yeah but when yeah. I see them I'm like oh no that's what it is this is real right the, uh, i guess having those words with the body in 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 an embodied space i'm like oh no right i got you yeah i i, I know good. i think in the, in the age of social media too it's a little where you constantly am bombarded with like advice from here or this theme or this yes. or this hashtag and, and there's nothing wrong with that um so I, but I do understand that that feeling it could get a bit of exhausting. Like, okay, we get it. I'm enough. Yes. Like self love. But I think if you if, I think if you're able to take those little things and see how they could actually apply in your life, then they make yes. such a difference. Because it's not about I am enough and being the best me I am. It's just like no, I'm enough in this moment. Yeah. That like what I was given and these words and my breath. That's it. Yeah. And like taking the space to be like that that's okay and to watch it Mm. to watch it and i'm so excited to see a set but to to watch it it to me that makes the words almost Mm. all worthwhile because especially to be so close to like to work in process with her too because what she's basically doing is she's teaching me to cultivate that rather than i feel like growing up it was this other voice and I was cultivating those choices mm-hmm. and they were great guys. I love my dance training. They've, it's really set a foundation for me, but it's a whole nother thing when somebody's creative process is basically trying to get you to sit in the bed of you mm-hmm. rather than to sit in the bed of something else. So I am so excited and That's so, so here beautiful. I'm so excited for you. Yes. Yes. That's yes. Really beautiful. Switching gears just a little <laughs> bit though. You know, we got uh, a little deep. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the creative, how you finance the creative process to get you Oy. to this set? Because we always talk about, you know, 
how we how we getting there how we making it yeah i mean i'm still figuring it out it's so funny like when you shot me that text i was like yo um i mean it's it's so funny do you rehearse at home or do Mm. you so i do not rehearse at home um i mean i i do rehearse by myself but there's only so much that i can go i will say i'm really once again gray you're amazing shout out to spacey gray um he's really incredible so his his memory is kind of insane yeah um (laughs) where it's like we can go over a song once and he knows it but he's also open to allowing you to to rest easy so it's it's kind of I will say this is almost the easiest rehearsal process one because of his flexibility and agility and just skill mm-hmm. but also I've been I've been doing these songs now for which is crazy I don't think about it but 2014 that's five wow. years so it's not um and and when I say doing I mean like I've been working with them sometimes performing them here and there but it's right so it's not um something like rehearsing with a new band or something where right. I have to meet like, right. you know, so built, uh, you've built quite a bit of a foundation right, for your work exactly. so you can kind of rest. Exactly. Easy. Um, but I'm also, this is like some people won't love this, but especially with material that you're so familiar with, mm-hmm. I do, I don't believe in over rehearsing, but I believe in overthinking the process of what you need to do. Okay. Um, what is overthinking? Uh, so, you could have five rehearsals and only two of them actually be fruitful. You can go through a song like 15 times, but are you really focusing on each note and each breath and each intention that you have? And mm-hmm. so um, that is one thing that I found working with Gray that it's really beneficial for me and for us to have. I think we're having two rehearsals for this. Granted, we did it about a month ago, but mm-hmm. we're meeting on Saturday and then on Monday. Yeah. And that's it. Um, so it's, I, I think that, but I think that's also because I've been, perfor- these songs have lived in me for so long. Right, right. Um, but I mean, in terms of finances, like, ever, I mean, just to, I live in New Jersey. Yeah. So just even to come into the city is a, yeah. a lot of my money. And then you're thinking of, um, trekking out to just to Brooklyn if I'm in Jersey or wherever it is. So yeah. there's definitely, I think sometimes too, we talk about, which is funny, I'm just realizing this, we talk about the creative pursuit as just, money being the thing that is being expended but it's right. also time and energy yes, yes which we're um, going to segue but um so that's definitely but i would say i mean right now i'm just doing that artist hustle so i nanny that's a big i love kids i don't yeah. ever want to be a professional teacher but um it's a gift i'm very grateful from god that i like see these they're little humans i yes. think then they're amazing and they're just more open than they are older humans but they're little humans they um, are. and i really enjoy working with them so i'm a nanny i'm also a teacher's assistant yes. uh, which i work full time so that's kind of crazy um i'm also a stylist at anthropology yes um and i'm trying to think there's a and, and then they're also like fundraising also fundraising and then um i also which is really funny i never thought i would (laughs) do this but i'm also songwriting on the side too it's just like a hustle not even just be like oh you need a chorus oh oh you need you need this so those are sort of my little side hustles and um until i don't need them no more yes (laughs) yeah and and i how does it work in terms of when you have this venue do you have to pay the venue do you pay your musician do you pay yourself right like when so you have yeah so it depends like right so different definitely i think different venues have different ways of working i know right. for this particular venue i think the first 25 after the first 25 dollars um 
I get the the money goes back to me, which is really exciting. So it wasn't like I had to, and tickets are $5. So that means I'm getting five people to attend at least, which I I hope y'all will come. Um, So that'll be great. But that'll be awesome because then, you know, that I think it'll motivate me in a different way that I, that I'm not expecting right now. But I think also it's funny because it's like that money is going to go straight back into making sure I can do this again and so yeah. I think they have a package of like getting your recording and getting your sounding I'm like well that's probably going to be where that money's going to go to yeah um and also shout out to them for just giving you the opportunity oh, to reinvest in yourself totally. shout out to you electric Bowery. Bowery, Bowery electric I really need to say your name right <laughs> Bowery electric they're Bowery electric yes there you go they're great um yeah I'm I'm very very excited so that's how that works yeah um you know also it's like as much as I love Gray he ain't free so still making yeah. sure that I'm like of course I'm going to compensate him for his time um yeah. and see like how that works so um it's all a process yes and lastly but certainly not least mm-hmm. um how are you maintaining uh whatever wellness looks like for you as you prepare for this show it is may it's mental aware mental health awareness month and also guys if you've been listening to the podcast since day one i'm a huge advocate for whatever wellness looks like for you i think being a creative has gotten a really bad rep for Mm. being unhealthy and like glorifying it and that's just not me so obviously i ain't gonna be walking around here talking to y'all and not ask this question so <laughs> just have to preface that conversation with that little plug Thank but you. yes how are yeah how are you doing what are you doing how is it going yeah with all the things um, wellness i was laughing because as i walked in here i had my my faux <laughs> dinner of popcorn and gummy bears so um it's going great. No, um, no, it's going really, really well. Um, I will say that I think similar to those like Instagram things or whatever can sound so trite. Like I think the journey of self love and self care is a continuous one and one that is like, there's no end point for it. So I'm constantly, I'm a work in progress just as we all are. So I'm constantly learning new ways to address my health and wellness in a way that will help me. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm focusing on eating well. It's funny. I, I was laughing because I, I just started a detox. Actually, my mother's really, really crazy supportive. And I was like, I need someone. So for the past month, I've been doing like that smoothie life, like waking up and having a smoothie, a salad hey. every single day, um, which is insane for me. I've always had a lot of water. So I believe in hydration, like there hardcore, like try and get a half gallon in there a day. Hey it's not, a gallon's difficult, but a half gallon is like, that's like four bottles of water. I'm, 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 I'm with you. you I know? need to be catching up to Yay. you, I, I, girl. <laughs> inspire me, why don't you? Yes. Um, no, so that I would, I would say so. I'm, I'm trying to get better about that and being environmentally conscious and also conscious about what I put into my body, yeah. and and why I put it into my body. Yeah. Um, I think intention is a big thing that we forget when being, or at least I know I forget in terms of what I eat. Oh yeah. Right. So like, it's I'll be like, oh my goodness, my body wants this pint of ice cream, so I can have it, and totally. then the next morning being like oh why do I not feel this way and so but also responding to when I do eat healthy and just recognizing that yeah um so I'm working on that but um in terms of like so that's like the physical wellness I also run I love running now y'all I'm almost I'm almost Brit Falcon out there shout out to you I'm almost approved to run I gotta get new shoes I had a really bad injury Mm. slash like I don't walk well 
And she's like, basically, honey, if you can't walk well, you, you can't run just yet. So right. I want to join you. Take your time. Until your time. you just you just wait until um, she approves. <laughs> there's I'm going to be out there. I swear by this app that's amazing that I, if I ever have to do like some sort of like platform based or whatever off of the company, like couch yeah. to 5K, y'all. Couch to 5K. Hey, now. They're amazing. And so I started like it's just an app. And I was like, I need to start some cardio that I'll just this wasn't dance because I used to dance. But then I stopped. Yeah. I was like, I need something that I can do on the regular consistently. So I started that app and they yeah. kind of take you through it like walk this far and then run this far yeah so now i'm up progressive to like overload word yes. yes um so now i'm up to six miles which hey is crazy. now that's like, amazing I, I used to be one of those people that i thought i was gonna like die and run like you know on the news when they're yes. like they, they just went too hard i i swore that was gonna be me and it's not yet so we'll, <laughs> so we'll see but um so i try and run at least like anywhere between three and four times a week but hey i really now. try and stick to that um I can't I can't and that's a big thing too I feel like with any journey of when you cannot or when you can only go so far not beating yourself up for right, it right. as difficult as that may feel yes um, I know for me that's a continuous thing that I'm working on yeah um, yeah and it can be that way especially with like our physical health so of course uh, so I'm working on it I feel really good about where I've been and where I've grown to this past year but uh, yeah. I'm definitely trying to get movement back into my life and some more yoga yeah. there was a point in my life where I was like on it and now I feel like I gotta get back into it do you think but yeah with time yeah um and then I would say mentally I mean like like I said before I'm a big believer in like finding out whatever it is about you that you like don't like yeah or that you feel like you're too hard on yourself for like Mm -hmm. gentleness and love and kindness are like my thing so I always say like uh there was a voice teacher that said to me once and I was going through a pretty rough time but I wasn't trying to express it externally Mm -hmm. and she said you know the things that you say to yourself would you ever say that to a best friend and I was like and I had to really think about it right I've heard this I've heard this oh my goodness I would never and so I just really try and in the and and maybe some people like to talk to their inner child whatever it is but think of the way that you would talk to a child or you would reprimand a child you would Mm -hmm. never demean them you would never um want to make them so hurt to the point where they're crying or anything like mm-hmm. that you want to be soft with yourself so that's something that I'm really working on um is definitely finding that that space within myself um I do a gratitude list every single day I'm here for um it. which is like somehow via my Angelou which is crazy there was this uh, I was going through a really really bad depression yeah probably about three years ago and and I'm just really not feeling great like waking up with a pit in my stomach like why am I here like that kind of like darkness and um at the same time in my angelou is like she's a muse of mine she's always i feel like an ancestor like watching down but um there was a time when she went mute and i don't know if this is like an anecdote that was passed along or if this is real but my mother and her were my mother and i were talking about her yeah and she was saying you know she talked about writing a gratitude list that just like write down five things that you're happy for just five it could be like the shirt that I'm wearing this sun is out right right and so that journey has carried me through to a place where I'm I'm not in that space of darkness and I'm so grateful for it yeah so that's kind of a practice that I've kept up so I write five things from the day before five things from the present day so yeah I write a gratitude list um I read the bible (laughs) hey now I'll wake up with a prayer do your um, thing and I really aim to meditate sometimes I'm better at it than not but it's like only even five ten minutes but it makes a world of a difference it does so meditation prayer breath gratitude 
Yes. And for those who don't know me, I have a gratitude wall with sticky notes and tape. Uh, I don't add to it every day and it's getting kind of close to the floor. (laughs) So I just left it at the point that I was like, okay, good. Um, I also have like one of those light monikers where you can put the little letters on there and it says gratitude. Uh, So you're, I just want to let you know that you're supported. I did the gratitude list in college at night. I think I did them in the morning. So I just switched to things that, work i also am a huge advocate for medicate meditating i use mm. inside timer y'all the there's like mm. a sound of like water but needless to say so you're so <laughs> supported <laughs> i hear you i yeah. do some of the same things and um i just want to like given that it's mental health um awareness month i just want to be really really clear when i started this podcast it was really to be clear about what making it looks like mm. um and i just based on the people that i watch um shout out to hey friend hey shout out to Seamus maya shout out to taraji p henson shout out mm. to Issa ray and these are just people that are huge that i've just like studied as much as i could um mental health and mental wellness though they all look different i think it is such a big component to i think where they are um and i think oftentimes at least from my perspective i would go to these shows and i don't know how people are sustaining themselves and then I would want to work for somebody to later find out that they were not about wellness mm. and they were just maybe had some abusive practices, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Like I'm not um, my intention is not to bash their process. Their process is their process. But it is for me to be clear. And also if I have a platform for me to be clear, but to be clear with my listeners that like wellness is something that I believe in. If I can do things with care, I will probably always do them with care um and so much of making it whatever that means to me includes an awareness of your mental health and how to Mm. move forward and that that is um so so i think invaluable to any life's work totally i mean i think it's something we don't talk about enough i think we we talk about wellness and health in a way that feels very physically based and not in a way that is mental and spiritual and i think that's almost like a large part of what the journey yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's why, I, yeah, on everybody on the podcast, you guys have heard, uh, <laughs> like, Nana likes to journal. Jay Bowie has, like, 10 different journals. You can literally go back to the first episode. I love, Yeah, love. I journal, too. I believe in that. Yeah, I, I do, too. And I, technically, right now, I have multiple journals. Shout out to my mom. She sent me this new journal, so I just put the old one down, and I write in this one, because, you know, my mom sent it to me, so, like, I just want to show love You'll to my mom. Yes, and I will. So, just, yes, happy Mental Health, mental health Awareness Month. Um, if you if you need any resources for me, I got you. I will gladly hook all the people up or whatever I got. So just let me know. Same. My girl, Sydney Rose, if you need, she's, she's a really flexible therapist. She's amazing. She's willing to work with all different types of rates. So, so yes, let us, let us know. <laughs> Lastly, but surely not least, because we got to get out of here. Where can the people find you via social media? Please let them know once again about this upcoming performance. I'm trying to pull a look. Yes. And they have to spend a little money, girl, because I got to be cute or whatever. I mean, you're cute right now. Y'all don't know. She came in with the matching, like, prints and the color. Like, she looks so good. Thank you, thank you, so thank you. Thank this you, blazer. You. Can we talk about how you have a rose blazer on thank right now? Thank you, thank you. It's it's from Forever 21. Fly. I got it on sale last summer, and it was really a nice, it was a nice. Fly. It was a nice statement piece. She is fly, y'all. Thank you, thank you. Um, so I'm JB. You can so my Instagram is uh it's double underscore. I'll say that so underscore underscore J A I B E E. 
There is also JB Music Official if you want to follow both pages. I would love you to do both. Um, but you can find me either way. And please hit me up, DM me. Like I'm really open and down to earth. And like I just I love meeting new people and, and sharing space. So please, please hit me up. Um, and please come to my show at Bowery Electric on May 15th. May next 15th, Wednesday. Next okay. Wednesday. It, doors open at 7. Tickets doors are $5. Get, get, get there. Not when CP time. I don't care what color you are. CP time exists for multiple <laughs> colors. Get that. Because you know New Yorkers. Y'all know y'all like to be late. I ascribe to this lateness too. But I'm going to try to get there on time. And please. I, like I go on at 7.15. So I would like. It would, make, it would be really, really happy to have like. A full room, you yes. know, and so yeah, so just show up, uh, say that you're here to see JB, and then pay your five bucks and say hey to me after. I would love that. Yes, yes, and thank yes. you, thank yes, you so much for course, having me. Of course, I'd love to increase oh, the conversation. Beautiful. So as always, beautiful people, I want you to make it live. I want you to make it breathe. I want you to make it as healthily as you possibly can, <laughs> as healthily as you possibly can. I don't really care what that looks like for you. As long as it's healthy for you, I'm good. But as always, I just want you to make it. Struggling.